episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Well, calm, cool, and connected. We know that having mental health struggles can be difficult in itself, but then to add on having a chronic illness compound the mental health struggles. And that's why I'm so happy to welcome Natalie Kelly, chronic illness coach to the show with us to share some more great information on chronic illness, mental health, and how it can present itself. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, we're having some connection. Okay. Issues yeah. Oh, with um, mine. Okay. Yeah. We're so I wasn't sure if it was me because my internet is notorious. Yeah. Um, but when we came on, you were frozen and blocky, and then oh, you, no. you loosened up, but then you were really blurry. You you look better now, but I think that okay. something might have happened with your connection. Gotcha. Um, if you wouldn't mind checking that for us, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So it looks like it's full full bars um, connected. Let me put you up full. You see how? Can you see that? I don't, I'm not sure if you can see it, but you're you're a little soft. Um, not your mm. typical signal. Okay, let me see. Looks like it's trying huh. to clear up. Okay. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I can disconnect from the internet and then reconnect. Do you want me to try that? I think maybe what we should do is uh, go ahead and, and leave the, the, okay. the platform and then come back in and see. Hopefully that will. And just like that, she's gone. I didn't want to be up here by myself. I felt lonely. Try to run the Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I saw Ashley's face. And I was like, okay, it's not me. Let me ask a question in the chat. Yeah, no, it was bad. I thought it was just me because my internet's been so bad all day. I'm sorry, Will. I did. I <laughs> the platform. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I know you are a get to the results type of person. So I, I just. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Is this better? It looks cleaner to me. Yeah. How about okay. You yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. At, uh, I, I, I actually went to the restroom. Okay. Um, so I'll wait just a minute, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna probably not wait for her the full time, just so that we don't hold Natalie up. Right. Technology life. Thanks, Natalie. Yeah, no worries. So, Natalie, your chronic illness mindset coach. I just gotta make yes. sure to keep that in my head. Okay. Yes. Chronic illness mindset coach. Phew. Took a lot to delete all those lower thirds from the last guest. Yeah. And I only and I only put a few. I didn't put all of them that she sent. I felt bad. Wow. Uh, when I went to make them for her, I texted Melissa and I was like, we're just gonna have to narrow this down when we talk to her because there were like 30 of them. Yeah, there were there were a lot. So okay, now that we're back. Uh, Rachel Lana, you good to try it again? I am, yes. Okay. Here we go.
Welcome back to Calm, Cool, and Connected. We know that just the presence of mental health struggles can be difficult in and of itself, but to add on a chronic illness can just compound the struggles that you may be having. And that's why I'm so happy to welcome Natalie Kelly, chronic illness mindset coach here to the show with us today to share all the strategies on trying to help you live life well. Natalie, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So Natalie, I know that this is quite a dynamic to have mental health struggles, but then also a chronic illness. And was there something in your journey that kind of propelled you to really get into mindset coaching? Yeah, so I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2017, right before my senior year of college. And I had always struggled with really bad anxiety before that. And I struggled with an eating disorder in the past. So it was those mental illnesses piled on top of this new, you know, diagnosis of a chronic illness that really shaped my own journey from there. And it wasn't really until I focused on my own mindset journey and learning, you know, mindfulness, the power of staying present. And everything I teach my clients that I saw true healing um, and saw myself being able to feel better, not only mentally, but also physically. And so I kind of moved my coaching practice from general lifestyle to more mindset focused because I saw that to really be the missing, missing piece in my own chronic illness journey. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. I always love it when someone's purpose is born from their own life experience. It's just inspirational to hear. So thank you again for sharing. Yeah. So Natalie, I think about, um, you know, what are, what would some of the kind of mental health struggles be that can come about just from having a chronic illness? What have you seen? Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of anxiety because there's so many unknowns with chronic illness. Mm. It's so uncontrollable. Um, You know, you can be fine one day and the next day you're bedridden or, you know, you can be fine one month and in the hospital the next. So anxiety is huge and just health anxiety as its own, you know, particular kind of segment of that. And then definitely depression as well, because it's easy to isolate yourself or feel super misunderstood and just not feel that community support or if you have doctors that invalidate you. So I've seen depression in a lot of my clients as well, just not feeling like they have the resources or the people around them to, you know, lift them out of that and feel encouraged. Yes, definitely. And especially, you know, I heard you say feeling misunderstood. And so I have to kind of wonder and guess what can sometimes a visit to the doctor's office look like? Have you ever had your own struggles with reaching out for medical assistance or even mental health assistance? And or what have you heard even from your clients? Yeah, it's definitely interesting. It can be very hit or miss with doctors. I've had so many incredible health professionals, you know, really take me seriously, but it can feel easy to be invalidated where, you know, when I have struggled or noticed with certain medications, it made my mental health worse. And mm. then saying, no, that's not possible, even though I was, you know, showing them printed out studies I'd found and yes. with them kind of just invalidating the symptoms as just my anxiety. So sometimes it's that catch 22 with mental health and chronic illnesses when my my gut health symptoms act up because of my ulcerative colitis. They say, no, 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 it's just because of your anxiety. It's like, well, you know, let's do some testing. Let's find some answers before we, you know, assume that. So that can definitely be hard trying to balance the two and have a doctor take one or the other condition seriously because there's multiple. Yes, definitely. And I think about, you know, do you, are you a fan of if somebody doesn't necessarily like their treatment provider, do you think somebody should feel empowered to, 
I don't want to say shop around, but just to find someone who they feel the most comfortable with. What are your thoughts? Yes, definitely. I always try to tell my clients to have this mindset almost of, you know, you're the boss and you have hired your doctors, you hire your care team to be a part of that team and you can fire them at any time. And that's an empowering thing. Although it is scary to think about having to find a new doctor, tell your whole medical history to a new doctor, um, and having that fear of potentially them also invalidating you. But if a doctor or other, you know, provider, a naturopath, functional medicine doctor, therapist isn't serving you the way you need, it's so important to find someone who does so that, you know, doctor's appointments that are meant to be helping you aren't causing more anxiety or, you know, just like fear-based spirals and things like that. Natalie, that's a great way of putting it because I think sometimes people can feel discouraged or maybe even there's some intimidation about changing a doctor or feeling like, am I making the wrong decision? And so just to know there is the power of choice. You can choose. And that relationship is part of the healing experience. You've got to trust your provider. So I, I love that. And Are there any coping strategies for folks that may find themselves in the position of having a chronic illness and facing a mental health diagnosis too? What are things you've done or just that you coach your clients on? Yeah, a huge thing I coach my clients on is definitely the power of presence and mindfulness because, Mm. you know, I really teach them there. We don't have anything else other than right now and problems are really just perceived problems because usually it's so future-based and the future is not real yet. So, um, you know, they could be totally flare-free in the moment, but be so wracked with anxiety about, well, what if next week I flare next month that they don't even enjoy their healthy moments when their body's allowing them to do more or feel better. So that's a huge thing I go really in-depth in in my coaching, as well as just really practical tools to get out of those spirals, especially with anxiety or like the what ifs are huge with chronic illness. So teaching them to, you know, recognize the spiral, pause long enough, writing it down so they can see like, I'm being a little irrational. This isn't even happening. And then finding ways to, you know, reframe what their thoughts are saying. And actually, again, the physical writing, I think is so helpful because sometimes the thoughts are just so hard to, to slow down when they start going. And I like the the ability to physically just get something out of your body just by writing it down, listing it, ripping it up, doing what you <laughs> need to do just to get it away. Uh, so Natalie, I know that having a chronic illness can bring about its own complications. Do you have any recommendations or tips for people on how to advocate for themselves, either in friendships and then on the flip side, how to be a good friend, a good partner to someone who's facing a chronic illness? Yeah, I always encourage, you know, friends with chronic illness or clients to be very open with communication with friends or romantic partners so that they aren't starting to teach themselves to put up this facade that isn't helpful for their health, like agreeing to hangouts or dates that aren't conducive to what their body, you know, needs or feeling uncomfortable, asking the waiter a million questions so they don't get sick at a restaurant. So that open communication is so, so helpful. And letting your standards grow higher because of chronic illness. I definitely lost a lot of friends and, you know, have broken up with people in the past simply because they did not have the level of empathy or maturity I needed to, you know, thrive with my own chronic illness. And it's okay to also do that and let go of people that aren't supporting you. You're not the burden. You're not the reason. Um, And on the flip side, being a good partner, I think a huge piece of it is asking questions Mm. because a lot of time with chronic illness, I think we're taught to keep it inside or, not wanting to be a burden. So we don't want to say when we feel sick or when something's making us like pushing us a little too far. So always just keeping again, that line of communication open and 
asking them like, is this okay for you? How are you feeling today? Like, how can I support you just to make them feel comfortable advocating for themselves in that relationship? Definitely. I think that those are all such empowering ways to encourage folks to communicate and let someone know how you're feeling and pick and choose who you have in your life. All of that good stuff that we know is so important. So Natalie, in terms of coaching, tell us a little bit about what it's like to be you know, a chronic illness mindset coach. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's my favorite thing in the world. I love my job. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing I focus on, I do do one-on-one coaching for, you know, a handful of folks, but I really focus a lot of my effort and time on, I have a group coaching program called Path to Empowered Acceptance. And it's a mix of like an online course that teaches every single mindset trick I have and, you know, really boosting these folks up, um, but also as a group aspect of group calls and community, because mm-hmm. I think that is, again, one of the biggest missing pieces and helps so much. And so that is like the light of my life. It's such a joy to bring those people together and teach them these lessons while also bringing them friendships that understand them. Yeah, I can definitely feel that from you, just the joy that it brings to you Mm -hmm. in your life just to help others. And what a valuable resource. And so, Natalie, Mm -hmm. I have to ask you, (laughs) if people are interested in hearing more about your coaching or your course that you offer, how can they get a hold of you? Where can they find you? Yeah, so they can go on my website, plentyandwell.com. There is an option to look at my services and sign up for consult calls if they're interested in one-on-one coaching or group coaching. I um, you know, have multiple rounds run every year or at my Instagram, Plenty and Well with Nat. And just I'm always on there. They can DM me. They can just also look at the links in my bio to sign up for consult calls. I love chatting with anyone interested in, you know, helping themselves. So those are two great places to check me out. Yeah. What a great resource. I am so glad that you're out there doing the work that you're doing. If you had, this can sometimes be a loaded question, but if you (laughs) had a parting word or just a bit of encouragement for folks watching or listening who are facing chronic illness and then a mental health issue, what would you tell them? I think one of the biggest things I would want to encourage them is that they don't need to be sick enough to get support or help. You know, I have folks who go through my coaching or programs that aren't even diagnosed yet, but have chronic pain or chronic symptoms. And it's so amazing to start finding tools, finding community, you know, before you really hit rock bottom. So always knowing that you're worthy of, you know, advocating for yourself and, you know, getting help and finding community, even if you feel like other people have it worse, everyone is so valid in their struggles. I think that that is such a beautiful way to kind of sum it up. Everyone has their own struggles and it's okay Mm -hmm. for you to reach out for help. So I love hearing you provide this information Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering, do you also have your own podcast? And if you do, where can we tune in? Yes, I do. So it's just plenty and well podcast. You can find me on Spotify, Apple podcasts, pretty much anywhere you stream podcasts. I do just one episode a month at this point, um, just to balance it all with my business. And I do a mix of um, solo episodes, just kind of on my own journey and thoughts and also interviews with other chronic illness warriors. That's wonderful. Well, Natalie, we can't thank you enough for being here today and just taking the time to offer your feedback and words of encouragement. So thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for having me on. This was awesome. You got it. And for everyone tuning in, whether you're listening or watching, we hope that this has helped to provide you with some validation that it's okay to have a chronic illness and maybe a mental health issue currently going on. There is help available and there is support out there for you, whether it's a coaching call or listening to a podcast. If you like what you have heard today, please don't forget to share with someone who may benefit or subscribe or rate us on our podcast podcast so more people can hear us and tune in. Thanks again, as always, for listening in at Calm, Cool, and Connected.